This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. We give God praise, amen, for all that is doing and He will continue to do. Normally, with all those testimonies we've been hearing, to be honest, we probably didn't need to preach. It's always good to go with one or two words from the Word of God. Hallelujah. And please, may I ask you to go back and listen to those testimonies and possibly all the previous testimonies. I think it's about time we compiled them. Um, um, Daniel's one was the one that nearly brought me to tears. I remember that the guy is Egyptian. Mm. I've been there a few times. Called me a few times. By the mercy of the Lord, um, very soon, uh, the house of the Lord shall be exalted above every other mountain, and nations shall flow into it. We serve a mighty God. Um, it's, 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 we, we have seen nothing yet. We've seen nothing yet. He has to do what he wants to do. Not because of any man, but he must make his name known. And many will have to fear him. Praise the name of the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say congratulations. I don't know. Some of you, if you greet me congratulations, I won't even listen at all. Can somebody greet me a proper congratulations? Come on. Congratulations. <laughs> Hallelujah. first major miracle I would say I, re- I received was when Daddy Gio was ministering in 1983. He ministered at a church called the Chapel of the Healing Cross. Uh, College of Medicine of Lagos across the road. And I uh, shared the testimony a few times. It's one of those things he said on those days. He said, with God, nothing shall be impossible. And he started telling us, congratulations. I mean, I'm not supposed to get a job for the next six months. I got the job within two days. The person, top official that traveled that was not in town, suddenly got moved from wherever he was, signed my paper without me. I didn't ask for him. Just was jobless, strolled to the federal secretariat in the Koyi, Lagos. And um, I, I didn't know what to do with my time. And I just asked him and I said, is the, the, call the commissioner, is the commissioner in? I knew he wasn't in. Uh, he was now from Bauchi State. And he said... Um, God they told me the previous Saturday that the man was away for three months. He says, he says actually, he's in. He came in to come and pick a paper. I said, my file is on his table. He's supposed to sign it. He said, supposed to sign it. I said, yeah. Anyway, the man signed it that day. I got my letter of appointment. And that came out from simple confessions that we were led to make. Um, that congratulations. And please, believe those simple things we do. Uh, because God will perform it in Jesus' name. Okay, okay, okay. So we just quickly share the next few minutes the joy of thanksgiving. Amen? The joy of when we are joyful, we give thanks. And when we are thankful, we are joyous. There is joy in thanksgiving if properly and genuinely done. And so very quickly, we will look at six reasons why people don't give thanks. And three reasons why people do. 
usually there are more reasons why people don't than there are reasons why people do. Um, if you check the Bible, if you check the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, there were 14 verses that were for blessings. You know how many verses for curses? 54. 54. That tells me that one blessing can counteract 10 curses. So you don't need many reasons to give thanks. So we'll quickly look through those ones. And because we know that awareness is the very first step unto change, and the second step unto change is acceptance of what you are not doing right. So we look at the reasons. You may fall in the end of this category. Then we start dropping those reasons. And then we look at people who give things, and they give it well. Amen. All right. Let's look at the first one, why people or why you have not been giving things. Number one, people may say, let me wait till I'm sure the Lord has done it. You understand what I'm talking about? So let me wait until I'm sure the Lord has done it. And that was what happened in Luke chapter 17. When the Lord gave, told us about the story, it wasn't a parable, it was a life story now. Was it a life story? Luke 17 about the 10 lepers. It was a life story, yeah. The 10 lepers only came to him. And so, I think that's what happened in verse 17, please, Luke chapter 17, verse 14. And so, when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Then later on in that chapter, he told us that one went back. The others didn't go. Actually, the others, they didn't go back. They didn't do anything wrong by the law of Moses. Because in Leviticus chapter 13, beginning from verses 1 to 3, there were instructions on how a leper, and Jesus himself said, go and show yourself to the priest. So the priests in those days, they were the doctors. The priests in those days, they had three functions. They were the clerks or the scribes. They were the uh, people who lead worship in temple. And also they were the doctors. And so... Um, and one of them, sorry, go back to Leviticus 13, verse 1. I, I was saying that so that you can get there. Leviticus chapter 13, verse 1. So that was where the Bible gave us how people that were leprous can be reintegrated back to the society. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, verse 2, we'll go to verse 3 quickly. When a man has on his skin a body a swelling, a scab, or a bright spot, and it becomes of the skin of his body like a leprous son, then he shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, and to one of his sons, the priest. Verse 3, the priest shall examine the soul on the skin of the body, and if the hair of the soul has turned white, and he gave the description, it's a leprous soul, then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. And also to pronounce him clean, down the chapter, you will see there. So, those ones that were cleansed, and they saw it on the way, they were still doubting that until I go to the doctor who will confirm it to me, and there are many people with such things here. The word of the Lord has appeared unto you. The doctor said the diagnosis is like this. Instead of standing in the diagnosis, instead of standing in your healing, you are waiting, first of all, before you give thanks for the confirmation. And sometimes it could be reasonable. I might address that one later. But it's important for you that you be very careful that you do not let that stop you from testifying. The difference in this kind of testimony that we are talking about, I'm waiting until God, until I'm very sure it is done, is that there are levels to in which you can testify. The first level of testifying is to testify and give thanks unto God directly. You can do that in your secret place with all your heart. You can dance, you can jump up. Then you can testify before 
close people that are very close to you, and then before you bring, bring it to the big stage. But any of this level of test giving is acceptable unto the Lord. But don't wait until everything is sorted. Amen. If you have been applying for just before, you know, it is well for you to say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They say, ah, praise the Lord. He said, I thank God. I sent 10 applications out this week. They didn't send any one of them back as we are sorry. At any interview, he said, no interview. I know my story has started changing. The next time you come and say, praise God, I've been applying since no single interview. At least they call me for interview. When you start moving like that, I will mention one of the points later on that speaks about that. Amen. And it might look unusual, but many of those that receive from the Lord, they thank God for the little, and God was able to do the big one for them. Number two reason why people don't give thanks unto the Lord, they may say, I am shy, I don't want publicity. I am shy, I don't want publicity. In Luke chapter 9, verse 28, Jesus Christ won. If anyone is ashamed of him, because this I'm shy, I'm shy is all about, oh, it's just between me and God. Many times we don't want to put the name of God in it. It's not good enough. When God is blessing you, he never said I'm shy. He does it freely for you. So don't be shy to mention his name now. You know, it's part of the fact that we are unworthy of his blessing. Shall we dare say the most I using the language of man is talk out his neck for you. The least we can do is to also stand up for him. Number three reason why people don't give thanks, people may think I'm showing off. And as someone should always sitting in the pew. You know, is this only you? Well, don't change yourself because of people. In John chapter 8, verse 55, John chapter 8, verse 55, Jesus Christ, when I read that many years ago, he stuck with me. And that has helped me to always stand for what I believe in, irrespective of what people will say. He said, yet you have not known him. Jesus was talking to them, but I know him. And if I say I don't know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do know him and keep his word. I got that word when sometimes I try to play humble. You know, don't, 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 don't keep it to yourself. No, 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 no. I've been blessed. If people that have not been blessed, that's their own issue. I pray they will get blessed as well. Don't categorize yourself where you don't belong. Don't join the popular movement. The popular movement might not be the blessed movement. So if you have been blessed, stand up and say, I'm blessed. You know, God blessed us one time. I think when we first bought our first house in London, uh, 1996 or thereabouts. I remember I couldn't share because we were in a group of people. And I look back, I said, that was not wise of me. Well, a lot of people around us, they were still struggling, just coming to the country. I mean, those days, people celebrate that being given council house. You remember? Some of you don't, you didn't make that one. You know, uh, it's a big thing. We have parties, you know, that you've been given a house that you didn't build. Um, time is coming when you'll not be celebrating. You'll not be celebrating, I got a house on mortgage. You'll be celebrating, I bought my house properly. Because li- li- life is in faces, you know. Many, they were squatting, and then suddenly, in the little church where at that time, you know, people will go, praise the Lord, hallelujah. He said, I've been applying for the past six months. Now, they give me the key to this one-bedroom council apartment on the 65th floor somewhere. I mean, maybe not. Hallelujah. Then things start with people that say, I now bought my own house with mortgage. Let's move beyond that. Amen. And God is able to do it in Jesus' name. Also, when God has done you, you don't hide it, amen, just so that you can fit in onto other people their testimony, your testimony will encourage them to step in. I mean, unless you've got such a hard heart, and I don't think anybody has such a hard heart. You hear all this testimony this morning, you won't have something lifting in your heart. You won't have something lifting and say, come on, there's nothing God can do. 
You won't have something lifting telling you that, look, you know, God has sorted my case as well. Number four reason why people don't give thanks, I don't want to attract attention. I have enough of my own issues. You know, some people, they get good things. They don't let us know, thinking that when they let us know, we will come to them and start asking from them. Yeah. He said, in this time, there's no job outside. You start telling people that, uh, praise the Lord, I've got a six-figure job now, you know. And then, and then I said, no, no, no. The money is not enough for me. But you've forgotten unto whom much is given, much is required. You are never blessed for your own self alone. Some, you are placed in a position. You say, now everybody will now say, please push my own application to in BP, you know, as if I'm the manager of BP. Yeah, we know you are not manager of BP. It's a guy there. This guy still in BP. <laughs> you know, it's a damn quest now. Awesome testimony. And that kind of favor, I've seen it. It seems to be a season like that. You know, I had one about two weeks ago as well, and it's going to spread around like that. The moment when we get resented and get pushed away is over. It's not a season of our favor. So please, when you get blessed, we're not going to grab what God has given you, amen? If you give us, we'll take it. If you don't give us, keep it to yourself, okay? Because some of you, your business will blow up very soon now. And the next, thing, the next thing you will now be saying that you should not let anybody know. It is not meant to be hidden. Let them know. Let them know. Hallelujah. How many have you written down? Why people don't give? Four. All right? Number five, reason why people don't give thanks or give their testimony, they can say, I can always give thanks later. They procrastinate. I will always give later. And many of you have given testimony of three years. God has been prodding you. You say, sorry, I'm so sorry. Usually in IVG, the Lord has been asking me to give it. I'm not, I've not given it. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4. Remember, anything you, anytime God blesses you, you owe him something. What do you owe God when he blesses you? What do you owe him? That's the least you owe him. You agree with me? You owe him thanksgiving. So when you make a vow to God, every time you are pray, pray, implicit, might not be explicit, implicit in your request is the vow of coming back to say thank you. It's implicit. And so when you make a vow to God, do not what? Delay to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. What do God call those that do not come back to say thank you? Uh-huh. I didn't say it. I hope there are, there are not many fools in the house today. If you miss this Sunday, don't miss next Sunday. Can remain fools for another several days. After that, one come back and be wise. Pay what you have vowed and hold on to God. All right. Number six. Finally, why people do not give thanks? They may say there are bigger testimonies. Why bother? I will testify when I have the big one. And that's why Luke sixteen chapter verse ten comes in. Luke sixteen verse ten, where he says. Faithful in the little Luke chapter 16, verse 10. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Hallelujah. And, and you've heard it said before that it's very possible to be joyous. Uh, how do I put it now? You, you, you probably heard it said before that um, it's possible for you to be joyous even when things are not walking around you. And people then try to dichotomize, um, split into two, uh, happiness and joy. You had it said before. Happiness is what happens to you when you have happiness. I didn't find it in the Bible. 
Uh, in the Bible, they use the word happiness and joy interchangeably. And there's a reason for that. The other joy, happiness, gladness, they are all interchangeable. Now, what people are meant to say is that there is always a reason behind every joy. And there is always a reason for a person in their lives to be joyous. There is. It's just you working out what the reason is. For instance, peradventure, you are poor. You don't have money now. You have good health. Is that a reason to thank God for? All right. Peradventure, the person is poor. Does he have good health? But for some reason, the person has a family. Is that a reason to thank God for? So, that's a reason for joy. The person is poor, is not well, and the family, they don't want to have anything to do with you, more likely than not. Because a poor person, the Bible tells me, that is resented, is hated, even by his own brother. And many of you now, that people are not picking your calls. Very soon, they will be troubling you with phone calls. So we said many years back that someone that you are not qualified, they will headhunt you. The time when students were in town, they started headhunting them. And I mean it. Some of you people have been dodging your phone calls. Top people, government officials, they will be the one chasing you around. So paradventure, the person is poor, the person is ill, the person has not got any family. But in the midst of all that, you are saved. That's the reason to thank God for. And you can put a lot between my last point, the, the penultimate point, and the last point. A lot of other things can be inside that could be right or go wrong. That tells me that there's only one group of people that can always remain joyous is the believer. Because there's the joy of salvation that must be there. As long as you have that one, there's no reason why anybody should not remain joyous. Give thanks for that one. I'm heading the right way. After all, we shall all leave this earth one day. And when we leave, where are you ending? If you know you are not ending on the side of the Lord, it's more sorrowful for you than having all the wealth in the world. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? He said, what shall a man? It's a, it's, it's a, um, how did he say it now? To gain the old world and lose his soul. What shall a man what shall he profit a man to gain the whole world and what? And lose his own soul. And what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? There's so much reason for us to be joyous. Remember many years back, you know, some, some guys came to my house. So there were some of my colleagues and, you know, they, they, they rose quickly, more than me. Here in the UK, in the system, and they were, they were really concerned for me. Genuine guys, they came around. If I one of them particularly met me, I remember where we sat in my living room um, in that place in Henry Ford House. Um, so in Edmonton. And, and um, you know, it was just say, look, guy, you should get this appointment you are looking at. You should, you should move. You know, you taught us, you guide us. Because I was, and um, I, no, I, I just, I, so it was going on and on. I just, I just I said, you should just keep quiet. Uh, must have been rude. I said, look around me. You know, I, I've got a lot going for me. And it, it, it was rather rude, but I needed to save my soul at that time. And I leveraged back on the father, you know what? I'm, and, and I wasn't, it wasn't a copper, it was like anointing fell upon me and my eyes were opened. And since then, I've never had any reason to regret ever following this Jesus. 
Not one moment. Oh, Arabia, there have been tough times, you, you ask me. There have been difficult seasons. But one thing remains, the fact that I have Jesus. I have the joy of God in me. I have the joy of the Lord in me. I have the spirit of the Son of God. And the joy of God in me. It's more than anything. May we ever cherish it in the name of Jesus. We live in a world that is too carnal. Everything is about what we see. One thing is sure. The older you get, the more you start looking at what happens thereafter. Some keep busy themselves. Eh, will my children feed? Will my grandchildren Thank God. Prepare for them. More often than not, they will sort themselves out. Where are you going? Where are you going? They can't help you there. How many have left riches for their children? And at the end of life, they, they, they ah, mother, father, you ended up here. On the bad side, that shall not be your portion. Amen. Let us, brethren, hold firm the best that God can give us. And that is life eternal. And that's more than enough reason for you to be joyous. Praise the name of the Lord. What are the attitudes of testifiers? Three, very quickly. Number one, they believe, testifiers believe, that it is bad behavior not to say thank you. Anyone that's always thankful unto God, deep within them, they just believe that this is not right. That's what happened in 2 Kings chapter 7, verses 8 and 9. Something within there will tell them it's not good. Can God be so good? The sisters that came, the brother that came this morning to testify, all was pointing to one thing. Ah, it's not right. God can't do this much. When these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate, and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Number nine. Then they said to one another, we are not what? Doing right. This day is a day of good news and we remain silent. Wow. If we wait until morning light, some punishment may come upon. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. That should be the reason behind every testimony. It is not good not to say it. Don't be, you say, you say, the person that we have done good to and does not say thank you is like a robber that has come to rob you. It's daylight robbery. Let, let's learn to say thank you to God. Start in your private. Roll on the ground. Jump up. And please don't come and testify outside if not testified in private. Don't come and make sure. Uh, because some people, they don't um, you probably might point finger at me where most of my sermons are testimonies. So you, I, I may not say, praise the Lord, pastor has testimony. Every day, every time I share with you what is going on, you probably know more about me than I know about myself. Hallelujah. But it's a whole life of testimony. But more than the one I share on the pulpit, by the special grace of God, and if one prayer I want to pray for me, pray that God will not remove that grace. I spend hours thanking him that I should not be standing today. And I can tell you my story. Three near-death experiences. People that have vowed that they would destroy me. They've come back to come and beg me that they are sorry. What are you looking for? To have been, have people around me like this, through thick and thin, more than enough to thank God for. Somebody say, I thank you, Jesus. And please mean it from the bottom of your heart. What's the number two attitude of testifiers? They believe that the more I give thanks, 
the more I receive. Testifiers believe that the more I give thanks, the more I receive. Hallelujah. And finally, and that's Luke chapter 17 verse 19. That was the person that came back. The Bible said he was made whole. I checked many translations that he was made completely well all around. Many translations put it like that. So it was not just the leprosy was healed from. He came to thank God for leprosy, but he got more than healing for leprosy. Number three, attitude of testifiers or those that give thanks. They believe that God is good. They believe there is something somewhere, some time ago, that God has done for them. And they have to say thank you for it. Psalm 23, verse, Psalm 73, verse 1. The psalmist was ranting at a stage. He forgotten what the Lord has done. Psalm 73, verse 1. is a very important passage. I want you to go back home and read verses 1 to 15. Truly God is good to Israel to such as are pure in heart. Then he went on, but as for me, my feet had almost tumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. Very much like you, for I, I was envious of the boastful. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, they don't come to church. They are doing better than me. They are the one getting interviewed. Verse 4. For there are no pants in their death, for their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men are, nor are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride serves that their necklace, violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance. They have more than hearts could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppressing. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens and their tongue. They don't even believe in God. They call themselves atheists. Therefore, his people return here, and waters of a full cup are drained by them. Verse 11, and they say, how does God know? And is there knowing you the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain. Some of you are saying, I've been paying my tithe, I've been paying my offering, I've been coming to every service. Lord, what is happening? And the psalmist was mourning, just as many of us have been mourning. He said, I've cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hand in innocence. For all day long, I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had said, if I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I will have been untrue to the generation of your children. He started coming back to his senses. When I thought how, how to understand this, it was too painful for me. And then I said, until I went to the sanctuary of God, you are the sanctuary of God again. Then I understood their head. You can stop there. So the psalmist will say that many at times as believers, we need to dig deep to know that God is good. Circumstances around you must not dictate who God is. If you look very carefully, there are so many points in your life. Will you come to a low point? We all have been, and we may. But the truth of the matter is for you to choose to believe that God is good. I mean, testimony. When God has done it, thank God that God has done it, and you will complete the healing of Uchechi's mom. I mean, see how she decided it. Had to travel, on traveling, had to be in the right country, or where their facilities were available. Everybody was in the same place. She could travel there. The sister was there. Dad was there. I mean, you could, if we think deep, there are many things that didn't even work out that you can see the hand of God in. There are things that you would have wanted one way, and God has stopped it, that it would have been the beginning of your destruction. God is good. And we must believe that with all our heart. He's a good God. It's a good God. As long as you have breath living in you, wake up every night and say, Lord, I thank you. Anytime I see another, uh-huh, I say, 
And I stop you there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I stop you because I want to ask you a reason. Why are you thanking God because you see breaking of another day? Eh? Why? Eh, be, I hope you know. I love to be alive. I've not finished my job here. At least the Lord has not told me. But being with Christ is better than being here. I must pray the true gospel. So why are you happy you are here? Let's dig deep. I don't just like taking things on the surface. They say everybody, he said everybody wants to go to hell, but nobody wants to die. True. So it's better to be with Paul the apostle said it. So why are you happy that you see another breaking of the day? You can be praising God. You will do it better in heaven. Ah, no, 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 no. I, I know it's in the Bible. What he, meant, what he meant, I don't think only the physical living will be the meaning of that. Those that are in heaven, are they not praising God? It's those that have life in them. That will be the New, Trans- New Testament understanding of that verse, man. Because I've listened to it as well. Nobody has given me the reason. Why, why are you, you are waking up? Why are you thanking God? Yes, why are you thanking God? You woke up. Very good. That makes sense. That is, there's a reward waiting for you. And many that, unless God has told them that they've completed their assignment on that, it's better to finish it. If I leave now, I will most likely miss out on some of my reward. Some great men of God, like you know, like our dad, he kept saying that, look, he's just working so that he can. We must believe in life after now. If we don't, all this journey will be, I, I can make it just where I can shout and shout, but I'm telling you deeper things now. I'm here because I'm wrecking reward for my future. I'm here because I'm building for the children that has to come. I've not walked to the level in which my fifth and tenth generation will be blessed. I've not gotten there yet. I want to get to that point. I said, thank you for giving me extension. So that my third generation will say, who was this our great-great-grandfather? Why did he make it so easy? That's what I'm still here for. But if I just want to go and eat and enjoy heaven, it's harder here than heaven. Don't take your eyes away from heaven. And believe you me, you will finish your assignment. But first of all, you will know your assignment. You know your assignment. You will know what you are here for. And then your heart will be ready to pursue it. As I mentioned to you before, and I say it with all sense of seriousness, if we can, I can link up with you, we can make serious money without the gospel. I didn't go to school for nothing. I've, I've got brain. You know. But I know that that's one. I can, I can gain here and gain there as well. There are many things one can do now. All these stupid people that are doing crime, that are catching them. Unless God is against me, I can plan crime that they won't catch me. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is that there is something better than that. I mean, you see some of these fees, people go to steal in, in front of camera. Can't you think? <laughs> think a little bit now. But I know it's nothing compared to what is ahead of me. That's what we are running for. Will you enter that place as well? We shall enter in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet and lift up your hand to the heaven and say, Lord, I thank you. I'm here for a purpose. And God gives us extension sometimes to correct our errors. There are many errors that if we die now, you know, so it's always good. We've seen the 
we uh, anytime I see that dawning, we've seen the dawning of another day. And I want you to say thank you, Jesus. Bless his name with me, brethren. Give him thanks, give him honor, celebrate him. Don't be economical with your praise. We were here this morning giving thanks unto him and worshiping him. We serve a good God. Faithful and true in all his way. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are giving praise and thanks. Rock of Ages, we bless you. We ask today that as we give thanks to you, our joy will multiply. We know, O oh Lord, that your mercy will be extended unto us more than ever before. But we shall do our part. We shall worship you. We shall give you praise. Irrespective of where we are, you will perform your wonder. And our joy will be full. Lord, I pray for the rest of this service as we give our, bring our gift and um, our Jews unto you. Lord, may we do it joyfully. Open the heavens upon us. And all the things you have done here today, Father, establish them in the name of Jesus. To you be the honor and glory. Jesus' most wonderful name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.